Have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast 2.0. All right. Welcome back. So crazy. Woo. What a year that was. Are you with me? I cannot believe it, but we survived. Here we are. We are in 2021, new year, new vision, new perspective. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to welcome you all back to the podcast. You've probably noticed that we've been away from it for a while. And that was with some intention. You know, we took 2020 to go internal a little bit and do some reflection and see where, you know, we needed to make some changes. And yeah, it's just now it feels more aligned. There's more spaciousness and, you know, we're back. And I am so excited about that. And today I wanted to share uh, a little bit about setting intentions versus resolutions. I talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago on global news and, you know, it's such a huge point right now, especially with what's going on in the world with, you know, second round of lockdowns uh, in some places, you know, schools being closed down, pivoting into homeschooling again. Um, So I wanted to talk about this idea of setting intentions versus resolutions. So here's the thing. The statistics say that 80% of people go back on their new year's resolutions by mid January, January 17th, to be exact, it's actually called uh, goodbye or new year's resolutions day. So somebody was onto something because they made a day out of it. But here's the thing. Why do we do that? Why do we go back on them? Why do we say, uh, F it. And we sort of just like wait till next year (laughs) or whatever it is. It's because resolutions are too rigid. They set us up for failure. They set us up this belief that we need these like expectations, these heavy expectations we put on ourselves, set us up for failure. And I don't want that for you, especially with all of the added stressors and things that we have going on right now. So I want to not ask you to unlearn everything you've learned. You know, I'm all for setting big goals and having a big vision and, you know, do dream board parties, do the whole thing, like set your goals. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I want to encourage you to do is to go easy on yourself and be a little bit softer with it. Resolutions are rigid, right? Intentions focus more on the long-term change, whereas resolutions focus on that external reward. For example, 10 pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, putting a number on something, it's the same with financial goals. And I know This might be contradictory to what you've heard in the past. Oh, well, set a financial goal, be very specific, do this, do that. 
But here's the thing, when you put a number to something, it can set you up for failure, especially if it's not a realistic number. So yes, losing 10 pounds is absolutely possible, but wouldn't it be more heartwarming to say, I want to feel healthier. I want to feel more energetic. You know, I want to get better sleep. I want to drink more water because this is the thing. When we say, I want to lose 10 pounds, losing 10 pounds does not equate to being healthier. We all know that muscle weighs more than fat. You know, if you're, if you're healthy and fit, often those people weigh more. So losing 10 pounds, it, it creates this sort of vortex that we get stuck in constantly looking at the scale, constantly focusing on that number. Whereas if we set the intention to be healthier and more energetic, we can do that. That's achievable. And then we can break it down into simple steps to do so. So here's, here's the thing that has been successful for me. It's called habit stacking. It's not an original idea. I didn't make it up, but it's something that I've sort of catered to my own life and changed around so that it works for me and my family. So how you stack a habit is you identify a current habit. So possibly a ritual that you're already doing. Something that brings you joy, right? Something you do alone at the moment and alone it might not be as productive. So a perfect example is my cup of coffee in the morning. I love coffee, but we all know, you know, too much coffee can, you know, create anxiety. Uh, If you're drinking coffee on an empty stomach, it can, you know, cause, I don't know what the word is, gut rot, I guess it can make you feel a little bit ill, you know, so there are definite while there are benefits to drinking coffee too, if that's what the first thing you're doing is putting coffee in your tummy in the morning, it might not be a positive habit. So habit stacking is, you know, add in before your coffee, a glass of lemon water. It was my, my dear friend, Mona Sharma, who introduced me to this and I've religiously done it ever since. Uh, it's having half a lemon squeezed into a tall glass of water. I actually use a pint glass because it's the biggest glass I have. And I chug that back before I put anything else in my stomach. Lemon is known to alkalize the blood. We all know it's healthy to be hydrated and drink more water. So this is something that I've implemented in my schedule for a very long time now. And it has been a game changer. And it's so simple, right? It's as simple as drinking a glass of water. So now I reward myself once my water is done with that cup of coffee. That's my ritual. I'm not depriving myself of anything. I'm not taking anything away. Cause that's another thing with, with resolutions. When you take something away aggressively, like I'm going to quit smoking cold Turkey, or I'm going to cut sugar out of my house or whatever that is, cut, cut sugar out of my diet. Then you're depriving yourself of something that you possibly like. I'm going to not drink coffee anymore. No way. That's my ritual. That's something that brings me joy. And I love, I'm just going to stack habits on either end of it. So now I have my glass of lemon water, And I sit and enjoy my coffee and it feels like a reward because I've had my water. Then after my coffee, I make myself a healthy smoothie, right? There's so many great recipes for, you know, antioxidant smoothies or, you know, ones for inflammation, whatever that is. So you can really start to stack these habits to create positive ones around what you're already doing. So that's a really great tip for, you know, creating these intentions versus these like hardcore resolutions. Like I'm going to quit drinking coffee period, or I'm going to cut out, insert your 
thing. The other thing is, you know, we when we set a hardcore resolution, these rigid resolutions, it sets us up for, as I said, failure because that's all we can focus on. So I want you to picture it like a GPS. And I talk about this a lot in my coaching practice, but I want you to think of this internal GPS. If you were to set a GPS and just stare at it nonstop, <laughs> right? You're only focusing on the outcome. You're focusing on, you know, how am I going to get there? What's going to happen? And that is obviously anxiety inducing. But if you focus on the journey, we've all heard the cheesy tagline, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination. But in this case, it's very true. So if you focus on the journey, what is around you, enjoy the beauty of it all, get lost, recalculate, right? Especially like this past year, we've had to, we've had to adapt. We've had to be flexible. We've had no choice, but make it a choice. Be flexible, be adaptable, allow yourself to recalculate, know what the coordinates are, set those coordinates. That's your big goal. That's your you know, vision. That's what you want. You need to know what you want to be able to achieve it, of course. But being super rigid in how you get there is what causes people to feel like a failure and those hard expectations on ourselves. This is a much softer way. So allow yourself to get lost, right? We need to sometimes ask for directions. You never know who you're going to meet along the way. You never know what lessons you're going to learn. And it's such a powerful exercise in really, truly discovering how resilient you are. And it's, it's magical. And then the other thing is to write up commitments to yourself instead of, you know, these, these resolutions. So small things that are achievable, accessible, you know, Desmond Tutu once said, you know, there's only one way to eat the elephant one bite at a time. Now, my sister <laughs> said to me the other day, she's like, why would you want to eat an elephant? The point isn't that it could be anything, right? But if somebody sticks a giant in front of you and says, take this down, it feels impossible. And that's the same with these resolutions and these big goals. It feels impossible. But if you had a plate in front of you with, you know, bite-sized pieces of elephant, so they said, eat this for a million dollars, you'd be able to do it because they're bite-sized, they're digestible, they're small individual things. And that's what commitments are. So making commitments to yourself. I'm going to drink this much water every day. I'm going to eat at least a salad a day. Even if you're still eating those things that maybe aren't that good for you, stack them. So eat a salad, reward yourself with that treat, and then eat something else that's healthy. So you're stacking that on top of it. And eventually what you might notice is you squeeze out that habit that's in the middle because you feel so good when you're eating salad. You feel so good when you're drinking water instead of diet Coke or whatever that thing is. So instead of, you know, setting those hard resolutions that are setting you up for failure and causing anxiety, squeeze out the bad habits by stacking positive ones. Because when you feel good, you don't want to do something that doesn't make you feel good. And often the bad habits like you know, smoking, drinking alcohol, drinking pop or sugar, whatever it is, you think you feel good because you feel good for a second. You feel good in the moment because it's, it's a habit, right? It's that fix. But as soon as you start squeezing that out with stacking habits, you'll find that, you know, you, you feel better and you feel more energetic and that intention that you set to feel that way 
starts to come to life and you see how achievable it actually is. And then it becomes a reality. And then the longevity for success is there in front of you. Whereas if you say, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Oops, didn't do it. I quit, right? So it's about creating those intentions, knowing how you want to feel, right? Why do you want to lose 10 pounds? What is the reason behind it? Because you want to feel more fit, because you want to squeeze into your wedding dress, whatever it is. Why, how is that going to make you feel when you achieve that goal? And think about the feeling instead of the actual goal. Some other commitments you can have to yourself. I always say, you know, rule of thumb, write out 10 commitments, not 10 commandments, 10 commitments to yourself that are going to help you get closer to that GPS coordinate, to that destination, right? So if it's losing weight, instead of putting a number on it, you know, I want to become more healthier. So like I said, drinking water, eating well, moving your body, getting fresh air, being in nature. These are small things that we can start incorporating into our routine that are going to get us closer. And there's something, you're not overwhelming your brain with too much. So that's it. It's really about setting intentions versus setting rigid resolutions. And that's what this year is about. We saw 2020 adapting, pivoting, adjusting, recalculating, all of those things. And it doesn't look like 2021 is going to be that much different, but lean into it. Lean into whatever life throws at you. And I know it can be hard. I know we're dealing with a lot of extra right now, but you owe it to yourself to feel good however you can. So lean into it, mama, because I'm telling you, you've got this. And this season on You've Got This Mama, the podcast, we're going to be interviewing amazing experts. We're going to be launching all kinds of incredible tools and resources for you to help you truly understand that no matter where you are in your story, no matter where you are in your journey to get to those GPS coordinates, truly, you've got this.